was so depraved I went astray The cost was great I couldn't pay It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get set, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my Amen. Please take your seat. It's a prayer service, and we are here to pray. Amen. Tell your neighbor we are here to pray. Yeah, we are here to pray. So get set as we study the word of God and we zoom into prayer. Prayer for revival part 2. Luke chapter 10 verse 1 and 2. Luke chapter 10 verse 1 and 2. Luke chapter 10 verse 1 and 2. Luke chapter 10, verse 1 and 2. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place where he himself would go. Verse 2. Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Amen. Amen. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Remember that the purpose of every revival is to transform the community within which the church is. Don't forget that. We are having a revival on this mountain so that the community of Dansuman will be touched by the power of God. Somebody say amen. amen. And that is why as a church, we are witnessing overflow in terms of numbers. That is why as a church, we are hitting the realms of miracles, of signs, of wonders, of breakthroughs, of salvation. It is all geared towards the saving of people in and around Dansuman. Hallelujah. So, as we are revived as a church, God is trying to save Dansuman. Are you here? The revival that is being birthed on this mountain is to touch the lives of men and women in Dansuman and to bring them to the saving knowledge of Christ. Remember that in Acts chapter 2, after the Holy Ghost came upon the apostles, the Bible said 3,000 souls were saved that day. The people in the community within which Jerusalem was suddenly came to the knowledge of God, the saving knowledge through Jesus Christ. And 3,000 souls were what? Again, remember that in the book of John chapter 4, after Jesus witnessed to the Samaritan woman, many people believed in the message of the woman and after Jesus stayed two days with the people Bible said many more believed by the word they heard Jesus himself speak so every revival has the purpose of turning the lives of people in that community around 
So we have established that revival is not a program. There is no part of the New Testament where Jesus organized a program called revival. Everywhere he went, as much as he carried the power of God, people's lives were touched. They were revived. So revival is the move of the spirit to transform destinies in the community. It is not a program. Because it is not a program organized by man, it is not started by man, and it cannot definitely be ended by man. Remember Romans chapter 8 verse 11. If the spirit that rose Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that rose Jesus from the dead will quicken your mortal bodies. So it takes the spirit of revival to have revival. It takes the Holy Ghost to have revival. It takes the outpouring of the Holy Ghost to have revival. And that is why the more you fellowship with the Holy Ghost, the more revived you become. And the more revived you become, the more you can revive others unto God. Because you cannot give what you don't have. If you do not have an iPhone, you cannot give an iPhone. If you do not have a Mercedes Benz, you cannot give a Mercedes Benz. So if you do not have the spirit of revival, you cannot give the spirit of revival to others. So first of all, everybody must be set on fire before we can set the whole community on fire. Is somebody here? That's why we study the word of God. Where Bible said, Samson set the foxes on fire two by two and placed fire brands upon them. Two by two. He set fire upon them. And as they ran into the field, they consumed the Philistines and the bushes and everything. Why? Because they were set on fire, they transmitted fire. So you have to be set on fire for God. Hey, somebody here. Your heart must be set on fire. Your mind must be set on fire. And I spoke about the easiest way to be on fire for God. On Sunday, if you remember. I said the easiest way to be on fire for God is to be around people who are on fire for God. And the easiest way to lose your fire is to be around people who don't carry the fire of God. If you work with foolish people, you'll not be different from them. If you work with wise people, you'll not be different from them. If you work with people who work with God, you will suddenly begin to see yourself working with God. And if you eat with the devil, you have to remember that you have running stomach at the end of the day. So whatever you are working with is determining the level of your spirituality. Your friends are determining your prayer life. Your friends are determining your word life. And I said that if you are in a relationship and you enter into a room with your boyfriend or your girlfriend and the first thing that comes into your mind is not let us pray. There is something wrong about that relationship. Every relationship that is God-centered must be filled with the spirit of God. Anytime you are around somebody and the person does not whetten your appetite for more of God, stay away from that relationship. Stay away from that relationship. It will destroy your life. So many people have been destroyed because they were not able to say no when they had to say no. They followed people till their own lives were destroyed. Bishop Oyedepo said, when he found out that Lady Pastor Reverend Faith Oyedepo will become the wife, he said that he saw they, they, they were in courtship for five years. I mean, they started dating and they entered into the courtship. It took a, a, a period of five years. And he said, 
at the point he saw how everything could have been destroyed. So he went with the wife to the church and they prayed. And he said, the day I have an affair with you before we marry, may God take my anointing away. And told the woman to say the same thing. They took communion wine on top, made a covenant before the altar. Ah, yes. He saw how everything could have come down on the platform of sex. It's not the sex. It is the confidence you, whether you ever regain your confidence again to minister. It's not the sex. But he knew how he would not be able to develop capacity and confidence any longer. And because the woman was a correct woman, they were able to stay through it. They got married. Today, there is nowhere you don't hear witness chapel on the planet. You go out with a foolish person, you lose your virginity at 19. You have abortion at 21. By 23, you're already a grandmother. Because of the foolish person you met in your life. Walk with the wise and you become wise. Walk with fools and your foolishness will multiply. So if you want to stay on fire for God, find people who are on fire for God and stay with them. Stay with them. The easiest way to catch a disease is to be around somebody who has the disease. Is that not the case? The easiest way to catch the fire of the Holy Ghost is to be around people who catch the fire of the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 4 verse 23. Bible said, when they were let go, they went to their own company. And as they went to their own company, they told them the things that the chief priests and the Pharisees had told them. Bible said, they gathered together and they prayed once again. By verse 32, Bible said, when they prayed, the place they were was shaking. They were all filled with boldness and they went about preaching the word of God once again. They went to their own company. Ask the person close to you, what is your company? Ask the person, what is your company? Ask 423, what, what is your company? Who, who, who are you working with? Who are you working with? And who is advising you? Who is counseling you? Who is influencing you? Who is guiding you? Who is telling you what is right? And who is telling you what is wrong? Who is telling you what is allowed? And who is telling you what is not allowed? They went to their own company. They went to their own company. And everybody has a company. Everybody, nobody is alone. No man is an island. There is somebody somewhere who is influencing your life. There is somebody somewhere who speaks for you to follow. That person is the person in your company. And that voice is the voice that is dictating your future. So, if you realize that the company you are in is a bad company, stay away from them. As simple as that. Stay away from them. The easiest way to avoid something is to avoid it. You already find yourself in it. Find steps to come out of it. Find steps to come out of it. Yesterday I met one uh, friend of mine. And we got to talking. And he was talking to me about what has happened to all the best students that he knew in their batch. And he said, this one is a medical doctor here. This one is offering her PhD here. This one is doing the PhD here. And he said, me, myself, when I was in Adisadel, I was the best student, fishers, mathematics. My name is pasted as a plague. There, I'm done with my master's. I've worked there for a while. I've worked there for a while. I saw how the company he kept. All those people have become great people. I saw with my own eyes. Six people, all of them have become masters in one field or another. The company you keep will determine your life. And he said, even though he didn't go to the same school with them, he will walk all over to their school for question papers, for answers. And he kept company with them. 
He kept their phone numbers. He has been calling them. He has been talking to them. What are they building? A synergy of greatness. Foolish people walk with foolish people. Chicks walk with chicks. Ducks walk with ducks. Eagles fly with eagles. As simple as that. Stay in the center of the company that makes you become revived for God. That's how you grow. To keep fire hot, you must mix it with more hot fire. To keep water hot, you must mix that water with hot water. If you mix hot water with cold water, the hot water will become cold. If you mix hot water with cold water, the hot water will become cold. So to keep your hotness in God, mix with hotter people. Mix with hotter people. The journey is ahead. The journey is ahead. Where you want to go, where you want to be in your work with God, it's ahead, it's not behind. So find people who are ahead. Work with them. Stay in the company of men and women who know how to hear God, who know how to see God, who know how to work with God. You will suddenly find yourself in that same grace. Yeah. So, as we are in the season of revival, we must open our eyes to the reality of life that there are people who are around and yet they will not be part of the revival. So, you cannot join everybody. You cannot join everybody. You cannot join everybody. And today we came to pray. We are praying to the Lord of the harvest. Luke chapter 10 verse 1, Jesus said, Bible said, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also. 70 also. I want you to know that number one, when the revival breaks out, it's not just going to be about those who are called into ministry. It is not just about apostles and prophets and pastors, teachers and evangelists. Most people don't read the Bible. And some of us who read the Bible, we always rush when we are reading the Bible. So we don't see what we must see. It is not only the 12 apostles that Jesus sent. He also sent 70 others. These ones never became an apostle. These ones never became prophets. They never became pastors or teachers, yet they were sent. So being sent to revive a community is not a sign. That God is calling you into a ministry. It is not a sign. So many people have crashed their lives by following gifts and abilities and turning it into a ministry. The calling into a ministry is a different thing altogether. If you are not called, you are not called. Jesus called and appointed 70 people and sent them also. Yet they were not apostles. They were not pastors. They were not evangelists. They were just people who followed Jesus that Jesus sent them. He sent them. That also means that as you are in the church, don't wait to become a pastor before you do the work of God. Everybody in the house of God has a place in the work of God. Everybody in the house of God has a place in the work of God. So the revival is not just on the pastor. The revival is not just on the man of God. It's on everybody in the house of God who has caught up the spirit of revival. And everybody in the church must wake up to the clarion call and must begin to work his way up in serving God. Is somebody listening to me? There is work to do. 
And as we run to verse 2, you will see the nature of the work that must be done. So, everybody in the house of God must come to realize that he or she is called to serve God. In what ways are you called to serve God? Matthew 28, 19 to 20. That's everybody's work. Go to all the nations. Preach to them. Teach them. Baptize them. Command them. That's everybody's work. We are all sent to go to the world. As we are in Dansuman, not only myself is sent to talk to people about Christ. Everybody who is part of the church is sent to talk to people about Christ. Everybody. How many people? Everybody. Everybody. It is not coming to church that must make you remember you are a Christian. It's not coming to church that makes you remember that you are a Christian. Go. Teach. Baptize. Command. Every person in the house of God must realize his own place in the work of God. Serving God must become everybody's priority serving God not just pastors not just men of God not just women of God everybody in the church everybody if you have never won a soul you have never invited somebody to your church you are not correct if you are correct your heart will push you to invite people to church inviting people to church must not be part of your responsibility. It must be part of your nature. The woman in John chapter 4 told the men in the town, come and see a man who has told me all that I ever did. It was not a responsibility. By reason of what she encountered, she suddenly realized that people must know about this. If you have genuinely had an encounter, you want people to know about it. So, so many fake people in church. When you encounter God, you want somebody to know about him. The woman said, come and see a man who told me everything that I did. It was not number one responsibility. Number two, number three, number four. It was her new nature. She had experienced a certain realm of power that she had never seen before. She cannot but witness to people about the same power. She cannot. If you enter into a place... And you go and eat at a place and the food is nice for you. Is it now? Is it part of your responsibility? You, when you go out, you just talk to your friends that I ate food at this place. It's nice. Let's go there. You don't write it, number one. I have to invite my friends. Do you do that? So why, is, why should it become your number one? I have to invite people. Number two, I have to. Why should it become a responsibility? It must be your nature. If you are a true Christian, you have encountered the fire of God. It will be your nature. Easy. So many people I keep saying don't have any spiritual experience in church. They don't have any spirit. When you talk about Holy Ghost, they don't know him. When you talk about voice of God, they don't know. When you talk about visions, they don't know. They, anytime that discussion is spiritual, they don't have an idea. That's why we are in a season of revival. Signs, wonders, miracles, visions. Get to know God and get to know Him well. So everybody in the house of God. Is being instructed and commanded by our Lord Jesus to teach the world. Teach the world. Teach all nations. 
to come to know the Lord. This is our work. So as we look at Luke chapter 10, once again, verse 1, it is not just the 12 apostles that were sent. Jesus sent 70 others also. That means there is a place for everybody in the work of God. There is a place for everybody in the work of God. Don't wait for bishopric gown. And don't wait for clerical garb before you serve God. Anybody who is serving God passionately now and has been in the power of the anointing has always been passionate about serving God. From when he started working for God. You can't fake working for God. Fake fire will not burn. You can't eat fake fruit. You can't sow fake seeds. If we give you a rubber apple to eat, you can't eat. And when you try eating it, it will not give you nutrients. Fake don't last. If you're on fire for God, you must be on fire for God and your life must show it every time. And you increase fire as the year increases. You increase fire. That's it. You can't suddenly pretend to be working for God. How do you enter somebody's office and suddenly pretend that you are working there? <laughs> so in our walk with God, we grow in how we love God and how we serve Him. And everybody who is serving God passionately now, I'm telling you, has been passionate about the things of God since Garden of Eden. So, get up early and be passionate about God. Get up early. So that as the years are coming, your passion can increase. In this season, where many people are falling away, it will take a heart that is on fire to stay for God. In this season, that many people are troubled about useless things, it will take a heart on fire to stay for God. We are not here to discuss problems. So don't wait for problems to be discussed. Nobody will ever discuss that. And nobody cares. Because if we begin to care about your problem, it's as if we have forgotten about our problem. And all of us have problems. And all of us are trying to solve it. So solve your own. And let everybody solve his own. The focus must be on what you can do for God. And not what God can do for you. What can you do for God? As young as you are. You can serve him. Am I speaking to somebody? So, 70 other also were sent to go out. There is a place for you. You don't need to be a head of department before you work for God. You don't need to be the head of a prayer team before you work for God. In fact, let me tell you something. Usually, the people who are head of things are usually the people who don't work for God. Because they are the people who turn themselves into supervisors. Remember Psalm 89 verse 20. I have found my servant David. And with my holy oil, I have anointed him. So God doesn't anoint supervisors. He anoints servants. So when people suddenly turn themselves into supervisors, God is always bypassing them to anoint servants. Don't go for titles. Go for mantles. Don't go for positions. Go for his presence. There's always a difference. Sadducees, scribes, Herodias look like it. Jesus bypassed all of them. Pick ordinary fishermen as his apostles. Not titles. Not titles. So don't wait for title. Don't wait for title to serve God. Don't wait for position to serve God. There is a place for everybody to serve God. So sit up and serve God. Sit up and be passionate about the things of God. Not only did God, our Lord Jesus, send the twelve. He also sent seventy others who were not apostles. And yet when he sent them, they went. 
It's not only apostles. It's not only pastors and prophets who are going to respond to the call of God. Whoever you are, you must respond to the call of God. You must respond to the work of ministry, what we have established here as the ministry of reconciliation. We have established that from the word of God. How Apostle Paul admonished the church that we must come to the realm where we reconcile the world to God. That's the ministry of reconciliation, not a special ministry of prophets. It's not a special ministry of pastors, teachers, evangelists, or bishops. The ministry of reconciliation is the work of God for everybody in the house of God. Everybody. So, through you, somebody must be reconciled to God. Through you, somebody must come to know God. And if somebody comes to know God through you, it doesn't make you a bishop. It doesn't make you a teacher of the word or a prophet of the century. It's a work for every saint. Just a work for every saint. It's called the ministry of reconciliation. And it's in the word of God. How many people have come to know the Lord through you? How many people can you point and say these people are born again today because of the grace of God? Because I witnessed to them. Because I talked to them. Today I saw one of my sons, Prophet Stephen Teria, invited at UCC for a three-day revival. And I saw how today my son lifted 120 prayer topics in three hours. And I saw the prayer. I saw the prayer. I said, ah, thank you, Lord. I've been so excited in my spirit today seeing a son come to this realm. Ah, powerful. Stephen Teria, Benjamin Odenia, eh, Daniel Kofi Kingsford, these are young boys, 20s, in their 20s. Crazy. 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 <laughs> you, it, it takes hot wine for your eyes to turn. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. I'm so proud as a father. Having young boys. Powerful. Ah, non-stop prayer. Prophet Douglas. Douglas was in church last week. Yes. I saw him with a mind. Three hours non-stop. I, I, I'm telling you grace this is what makes me see and I'm happy that truly some people are becoming blessed and their lives are turning around and none of them were, was doing anything they are doing now till they encountered me that's a sign that uh, fire yes yes I don't build people's houses I build from the scratch I don't build people's house. I built from this guy. Nobody will ever come to me who was something before he met me. Never. Then I'm not your father. I'm your brother. If I'm your father, I have to birth you. I have to introduce you to what you are doing. And all of them have come to realms. 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 To the glory of Jesus. Making impact. Strong. This is what I call a testimony of my phone fell in water. And it is coming. It is, it is not destroyed. When you say some of these things, you don't know how, how spiritual people grade you. Up a crossroad and across safely with my two legs. When somebody has won hundred souls for God, you think the value is the same. Papa, I slipped, but before I fell down, I stood up. 
forgive. So I say, I thank God that I'm alive today. That's my testimony. Are we dead? We are we dead. Instead of you to talk about things God has used your life for to make impact in the life of others. Most of the testimonies sound like announcing more selfishness. My charger lost. I bought a new one. Meanwhile, when somebody asks you for charger, you say you don't have. Is that a testimony? Let me preach my preaching and go my going. If 2 Corinthians 5, verse 18, And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 18. So everybody who is a child of God has been given a ministry. Are you here? I said, everybody who is a child of God has been given what? A ministry. And the ministry is called a ministry of what? Reconciliation. So that doesn't make you a bishop. Going around to villages, inviting people to go to church, inviting people to come to Christ, doesn't mean you are an evangelist. People don't know what they are called for. <laughs> the, the, I feel like let's go to a village and preach there. Powerful. That's what every Christian must do. It doesn't mean you have a special calling. It doesn't mean that. Philip went everywhere preaching. Even when he went about preaching, he was not an evangelist. It doesn't mean that. Most people, one of the most confused set of people who don't know their ministry is evangelists. They don't know. <laughs> when you ask an evangelist, what are you called to do? He said to preach. What is every Christian called to do? Is it not the ministry of reconciliation? What is the difference? What is the difference? They don't know. Most people don't know. The fact that somebody is driving a car doesn't mean the person is a driver. But there are people who are employed as drivers. So when you see somebody driving a car, don't call the person a driver. Find out whether the person is employed as a driver. Then you can call the person a driver. The fact that somebody is teaching kids does not mean he's a teacher. There are people who have gone through the training and are in the profession as teachers. So the fact that you see somebody teaching doesn't mean the person is a teacher. So you say, what? I'm an evangelist because I call to preach, I call to win souls. Very stupid comment. Every Christian is called to do the same. So you see, when we take that one to away, then you see that people don't know what they are called for. Say, ah, so what am I now? <laughs> That's the question. The ministry of reconciliation to everybody in the church. No special calling. No special calling. It's like most women who don't know why they are on earth. They think they are on earth to marry. When you take marriage out, they don't exist. Let me stay with my message. Let me stay with my message. All of us have been called to minister. Reconcile the world back to God. And all of us have been given a ministry by God. But we have to be set on fire before we can bring people to Christ. Is somebody here? And like I'm saying, it's not just the 12 people that our Lord Jesus sent. He also appointed 70 others to follow. He appointed 70 others who are not apostles, pastors, teachers, and they went. I see God appointing you in the name of Jesus. 
on this mountain, I see God appointing you in the name of Jesus. Yeah. 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 And promotion only comes for people who have appointment letter. Nobody ever gets promoted until he's appointed first. So, as I'm saying, I see God appointing you. Better accept it because your promotion is connected to your appointment. If they will promote you at climb, it's because you are appointed there. Is that not the case? If you will promote any of your guys, is it not because he's appointed there? Or you just see a friend come around, he comes to office one day, you say, I promoted you as general manager. <laughs> first show your appointment letter. Show your job description. Show your responsibility and functionalities. And show whether you deserve and you qualify for promotion. So promotion only counts for people who have gone through appointment. So if God is appointing you and you are behaving like you are a foolish person, you disqualify yourself from the nest, which is called promotion. Wisdom is the ability to see the future from now and take the decisions that will bring the future now. See from afar. What will I do to bring what I want to see? There are things to do. It takes divine appointment to have divine promotion. So if God is appointing you to work for him, he's telling you to serve him to be part of the ministry of reconciliation, better get your hands into it because your promotion is connected to that appointment. And it's no special calling. It's no special calling. Somebody's level is about to change in the name of Jesus. So as you study Luke chapter 10, in verse 2, our Lord Jesus says very marvelous things. All right. Verse 1, let's continue. He appointed also 70 others and sent them two and two. Two and two, just like the way Samson tied the foxes and sent them two and two. So, as Samson tied the foxes and sent them two and two, it was a prophetic symbol of what Jesus was about to do in the New Testament. To tie apostles and disciples two and two and send them ahead to release fire. Just like how the foxes went to release fire. Two and two. Two and two. That's why we move with that strategy in church. That if we are going to invite people to evangelize, we move in twos. We move in twos. Fire is set. Fire is set. Bible said, how can one keep warm? Except there is another. So you need company to create fire. You need company to create fire. You need company to create fire. And so as you go about witnessing, preaching to people, you realize that among the two people, you are the only one who is wise. The other person is always giving sickness. My toe is paining me. My toenail is paining me. The key test on my toenail is paining me. The, the, the chemical they use for the key test on my toe. When you hear foolish things like that, better run away from the person. He's about to drain you from all the possibilities there is in divine appointment. See, most people are not serious enough to cut anything from God. Most people are just not serious enough. Things don't just fall. Mantles are not just released. Elisha, the man of God, followed Elijah for 20 years, two decades, looking for mantle. Looking for one mantle. When the mantle fell, he caught it. That's it. If the mantle fell and somebody who didn't work caught it, it would still not have worked anyway. Remember Gehazi? When they gave him stuff to go and put on a sick boy, the boy did not get healed. Oh, I 
not just I catch things. Master, you work for them. You work for them. You are not promoted until you deserve it. If you are promoted beyond what you deserve, it's called a sham. That's why people protest. They, they protest because people have entered realms that is not their realm. And in the realm of the spirit, there is nothing like that. Because God is king. God is king. And seed time will dictate harvest time. How can you bypass God and get him? Impossible. So if you are working with somebody to win souls and the person is lazy, the person is not serious, move away from the person. He's killing your fire for God. Join another person who is on fire for God. Change the person you are working with. Yes. There are people every time they are not available. Change them. Change them. Because you cannot do enough by yourself. You need to be in a company. Bible said, and when they were let go, they joined their company. And after they joined their company, their fire came up, their boldness came up. Yeah. So if you are around someone who's not saying, leave them. Leave them. Leave them. The first time you entered here, you didn't know anybody, you didn't have anybody's contact. You came looking for something. Find it. Find it. Find it. Don't follow people to destroy the opportunity you have to serve God in realms you have never served in before. Leave them. Leave them. Two by two. So as you ascend, you look at your other partner. He's not serious. He does not want to witness. He does not want to evangelize. He's always giving excuses. I'm tired. And my back. And my leg. Or when we have to focus on the word of God as we are going, let's think. How are we going to speak? What will we speak? If the person says this, what do we say? Can we speak in tongues on the road? Can we blast in tongues on the road? Not that oh, useless talking. Useless. By the time they enter the house, they are going to evangelize. The anointing has drained. The anointing is gone. Foolish people just greet around, come with their faces like salmon and chimpanzees. Because no anointing showed up. You wasted the anointing on the road. That's why when I'm traveling with people, I'm going to minister. I don't talk. I don't talk to people. What are we talking about? People's lives are connected to that meeting that I'm going. That I'm busily talking, eating, laughing and everything. I enter the place. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. God will show up today. When I've wasted the time of having a closer life on the road. I don't, I don't do that. Master, give me my phone. Give me my days. Man. I'm done. I don't talk. I don't have time. If you know what anointing is, you think they sell it at store, go and buy some. Do you know how difficult it is to be anointed? Second Kings chapter 2 verse 10. Elijah told Elisha, thou hast asked a hard thing. The anointing has another name. It's called hard thing. If you don't know. Are you carry anointing to go and evangelize. You are talking, eating, uh, laughing, everything. You enter where you are going. You have already lost the anointing. Hey, what do you say? Say something. Let me say something. I'm confused. Talk first. You to talk first. Forgive. I'm looking for results. Hey, there is nobody here who will change his face to allow me to stop working for God. We can change your face. Do you know faces I've seen before your face appeared? You, you, you can do like this. You can do like this. Can do like, hey, I don't give a damn about it. At all, at all. When I made covenant with God, you were not there. If you don't know. 
You think we are here to come and look at faces and ask people, why are you like this today? Why are you like that today? You are working with people who are not serious with God. Leave them. Find people who are serious with God and pair up with them. Then your own fire will increase. Amos chapter 3, verse 3. How can two work together except they be agreed? Work with people you agree with in the spirit. We are serious with the things of God. They are not. Leave them. Leave them. Leave them. Ah. Why is it that as young as we are, when we, are, when we have time to talk, it's about foolish things that we are talking about? Why is it not about, why is, why is it not about the vision, the assignment, what we have to do in church? <laughs> Yesterday I met a guy, one of my very old friends, did that, did that in JHS. I said, Ben, we thank God that we grew in this area, but this area did not affect us. I tell you, it's when I grew up that I realized that the area that we were, where my parents' house is, is a very is a deep area with bad boys. It's when I grew up that I saw it. I said, Wow, I thank God that we stayed here by this place. Then my friend says, He said, By here, you're gonna you focused though. You focused. You're challenging your best amongst it. You're focused. Working with, working with people who don't have focus anywhere. You, you yourself, you don't have focus. Now, if you have focus, how can somebody who doesn't have focus become your friend? So, what do we have to talk about today? There's nothing in my mind. Okay, let's lie here. You two lie here. Let's think. If something comes to your mind, then you talk. If nothing comes, let's lie here. Hey, talk here. You two talk here. Who don't you talk here? You two talk here. And yet there are other people who are paired up with people and they are praying with them. I had my wife praying with people at 12 a.m. on the phone. I say, ah, my good wife. Shaka taka taka ba. One hour. Pray with me. She has people she's praying for. I asked her, who are you praying for? She said, this lady, that lady, this lady. I said, wow, God bless you. Pair up with people who pray. They pray and they know God. Bra. Bibi abefono. This lady I'm a pet. You hear natural coin. Amos of the three verse three. Amos of the three verse three. <laughs> ask the person close to you, how are you? Ask the person, how are you? And ask the person, is there anything you have for us to talk about? And tell the person, if you don't have anything, you sleep on the bed for a while. I'm also sleeping for a while. If something comes to your mind, then we talk. Can two work together? Except they be agreed. Work with people you agree with in spirit. And don't work with people who have also behave, they have been behaving all their life as if they are spiritual people, yet you don't see results. Run away from them. They are barring people. When he say it, he say, mm. he say, he say, say, shadada. He say, he say, ba, ba, ba. He say, he say, ba, ba, ba. Yet their lives have no results. Run away from them. They are faking it. They fake it, you have it. Have it and show it. It's nothing like fake it till you have it. If you are faking something you don't have, you are a deceiver, you are a liar. Have it. You talk to them, mm, say, mm, say, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I see they are staring mm, say, mm. Yet, yet their lives have no results for, of the mm, 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 mm. Don't 
work with people who are spiritual and yet they don't have any sign of spirituality in their life. If you want to see whether people are genuinely spiritual, it's the fruit of the spirit and the gifts of the spirit. That's all. That's all. The fruit of the spirit is not there. The gifts of the spirit is not there. They, they are not spiritual. And the end of all fruit of the spirit and gifts of the spirit is Acts 2.22. <laughs> the answers are in the Bible. Don't work with people who ask spiritually and they don't have answers. When you tell them about any issue, they say, let's pray about it. But they never say God said. Yet the end of every prayer must be the voice of God. They don't know him. They are just into prayers. Work with people who have answers. That's the foundation upon which this church is built. This is resource center. Work with people who have answers. They have proof of what they are claiming. Can two work together except they be agreed? So work with people who you agree with spiritually. Don't work with people who are draining you. Every day they have prayer topic for you. Every day they have prayer topic for you. Foolish prayer topics. Did Jimmy Samukwa work with people who are spiritual? relationship, same issue, same person, four years, five years. Now, what you just run about? What you just run about? Tell somebody, Hey, work with people who are growing spiritually. Hey, we park class one, class two, class three, then we're down for. Class four went to me and pass and go class five. Until you drew class five for Hong Home. Your mate, oh, dear Tessa, you know, when I say school, I seem to hear school, you repeat your more. You repeat your more so twice. You repeat two twice. I mean, go headmaster, Hong Kong, headmaster, say, where am I down for until then? Brah, you repeat two, I repeat two. You don't belong to that class. Look at the lives of people, whether they are producing results and determine whether you work with them or not. Don't walk stupidly. Don't walk carelessly. It's careless drivers who have accidents. Wake up. Wake up. And wake up fast because there's something like waking up too late. I keep saying. The foolish virgins woke up, but they woke up late. Wake up and wake up early. So look at the person you are working with. You are doing evangelism with. You are inviting whether the person is spiritual. If not, change the person. Come to me, Papa. I want a change. I say, why? You say, Papa, I don't want this boy, this girl, this boy. That's all. We change you. We pay a fool to a fool. We pay a wise man to a wise man. So that wise men will multiply in their wisdom. And foolish people will have company limited. Where they are. Because when you enter a school, it's so surprising that the best student's friend is the second best in the class. And the Orie is the best, is the friend of the Orie, but one. Yes, yeah. Where the worst student must befriend the best student so that he can change his academic work, he's befriending somebody who is as dull, as stupid, as nickel poop as his head. So that they produce similar results and still be 
at the base of the class and the best is thinking with the second best to see how they can manifest and maintain that level. If somebody also says he wants to be your friend, you're qualified enough to be your friend. So only Jimmy for your down. Jimmy who said Jimmy woman to obey to me one and ten. Some of the ladies, if you are even wise, if a guy comes to you and that guy is able to propose to you, he must make you to go and do three days fasting and prayer. That God, what is wrong with me that this guy saw me say he loves me? God, how do I look? How do I talk? How do I reason? What's wrong with me that this guy, he look at his ears. <laughs> he looks like a fetish priest. <laughs> Rasta, he doesn't bath his hair. There are holes here. His knee is down. He doesn't go to church. And this guy gathered enough momentum to come to me. and say, baby, I like you. God, what is wrong with you? Do I look like a vulture? That somebody as useless as this can come to me. The people, listen, all animals don't eat at the same place. Parrots eat at different places. Doves eat at different places. Vultures eat at different places. So if you want to know what is dead there, find out which animals are eating there. Come on. Come on. Have a daughter that a foolish person can never ask her what is your name. It will be an abomination. The person must respect my daughter. Bishop Dark said many years ago, when they were on the University of Ghana campus, there was a guy who was sleeping with girls, rough, rough. And they asked the guy that, the girls you are going out to, you are sleeping with, are you sure you marry any of them? He said, no. That womanizer. He said, no, no. He said, we know the kind of ladies we marry. And they asked him, mention, they asked him, mention the name. He mentioned the name of the SU vice president. He said that this is the kind of lady we will marry. Then they asked him, what about the people you are sleeping with? We are just sleeping with them. They are not people we marry. Even foolish people know people they marry. And they know people they just sleep with. So if a foolish person can gather him to come and look at you and tell you he loves you, ask yourself that me, which material am I made of? Look at people you are working with. They are determining everything. gone to school to go and do first degree you have a master's, you have done a PhD, you come home to your father you want to marry somebody who is that person, he's a welder he's a welder your father must sit down and say hey <laughs> Aye. abomination he's a welder what school? say no school <laughs> primary school, no, Jesus no, he said I say I love him <laughs> oh God I'll kill you <laughs> I'll just kill you. You are not qualified to marry foolish people. If you are a lady, you are going somewhere, you with your life, the guy must be going somewhere more than where you are going so that you contribute to vision. You contribute to vision. Have you ever seen driver driving a car? He asks mate. They're mate. Is the mate who asked the driver, driver, yeah, could be him. Ah, that you that you are called to be a helps mate, you are now in charge, and the driver is just sleeping behind the steering wheel. Accident now. I'm just thinking about so many things that makes me pray for young ladies. 
Work with people who are spiritual so that you yourself you become spiritual. Your friend is always invited. Let's go and learn how to dance. Let's go and le watch movie. Let's go and watch movie. In this year, 2021, <laughs> people are still invited to go and watch movie. Let's sit down with popcorn and coke and watch movie. And finish watching the movie and talk about it. Come and sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In this season, the devil is a bastard. Let's go and watch movie. <laughs> Let's go and watch people in a screen. Hey, no, 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 no. Baby, movies will be ahead in every movie at you movie no soon. Where is that? Where is that? Where is that? Where is yeah, that's what they were using. And I bought that Asa Sam. And I, I, I downloaded PS, FIFA, yeah, everything. Who we'll play on my machine? Play, sir. They don't know that when I'm done playing and I press Windows D and I come back to desktop, I spend more hours learning. So, that, yeah, we, so we all play game and we all play game. We all play game. <laughs> we are studying, you know, we came to school not to become game players. Open game, open game, my boy. And now, uncle, one apply or casino. You want to be a student? Live like a student. At a point, I said, no, all these things, they are foolish things. Game ya there, the man call us or move any agro and uh got two penny for so much. Yeah, Jenny dying way home. Yeah, Jenny project way home, but cannot game no more. So, me shawa a five thousand dollars. Oh, shall me I ten bags of cement? In yes, I ne cosu. What? Tunyan santem. Now we nipana and any number. Obuha, when you name me, I can't abra about twelve years. But we are coming about seventy years. Why are we saying so? Only nipa ne nanti. I enjoy bewu. I enjoy bewu. Tiso. Hey, hey, Jesus. This is only back when we are not just one in a bubble. Where Jimmy? We go only future. Only future. Work with people who are working with God. Work with people who are working with God. Work with people who are on fire for God. Need to be a boy before from one Need to be a girl before from one sem. No, I call a kid to our own way best year. And this is my girl. And that is my girl. And my girl said. And I went to visit my girl's mother. And my girl's father came. Hey. And we shall for your marriage list to our pass engagement list. Need to be a scabra. Who be who said my girl said. 
my girlfriend's mother said and I, I took firewood to my girlfriend's mother eh If you have not completed university, you are too young to understand what it means to have a girlfriend. What if you don't go to university? You must have at least five years of working experience. Uh, understand what bills mean. Huh? Bills. Bills. Understand what bills mean. Understand what what? My man is so much more Jimmy. You see, I know money. You see, I know money. Because, yeah. Hey, dear, I'm going to get a bit of a wife. I'm going to get a bit of a wife. Protection. Protection is the way we are saying. Protection is the way we Condom. IUD. Emu no plant, emu niyeme. Bills back who open them? Side to take, and I bada, huh? Side to take. Ni na woh. Jimmy said, "I'm pregnant three months." What? What? Jimmy, Papa, who on your day? We have to be wise, and you have to be sharp. Praise Jesus. Mano mo Jimmy, si ano mo Jimmy? Bisyansi fu. Adi afun wo yadi kwadu bobra Kwadu ni adu ni ade mano Forgive Verse 2 Luke chapter 10 Therefore said he unto them The harvest truly is great but the laborers are few Somebody say great harvest few laborers In the kingdom this is the first problem in the kingdom in a church, you will see many people. You see few workers. In the house of God, you see many people. You see few workers. Jesus said, when we see that, we must pray. We must pray. Beloved, there are so many people who are unsaved. They are on their way to hell. 
Do you know is that only one sixth of the whole world's population subscribe to Christianity? One sixth. One sixth. That means there is a five over six portion of people in the world who are on their way to hell. Indeed, the harvest is plenty. So say, why is it that someone said, so why is it that people are bringing more churches and we, we don't need more churches? We need more churches than the churches we have. Yes. Because anytime there is a church, there's an opportunity for somebody to be saved. We need more churches. More churches. We need more churches than more hospitals. Because churches have prayed for people to be healed that the hospitals have never found solution to it. Bishop Boyer Depot has a new book. God is the healer of all diseases including coronavirus. More than 90 people in the church who had coronavirus, he prayed for them via phone. All of them tested negative afterwards. Uh, the solution of coronavirus, I keep saying, is in the church. It's called the power of God. <laughs> it's in the church. We need more churches than schools. Because if you train people in school who don't know God, they become more criminal than armed robbers. They just add one zero, two zeros and they steal all the money of the state. We need more churches. We need more churches so that many young people can be born again. So that many young people can be saved from hell. We need more churches. We need more churches than we need of roads. Because if we have all the roads and we don't have God, accidents will still increase. We need more churches. More churches means more pastors, more workers of God, more servants of God. More. More. Was so there's a church here and there's a church there. I saw one woman I used to respect, Joyce Bawa Mokhtari, who is uh, one of the nieces, the niece of uh, uh, His Excellency John Dramani Mahama. I used to respect that lawyer a lot. And I saw her write something on Facebook. That there should be a ban, there should be a ban on, they said there should be a ban on whatever. No, I mean, the, uh, Henry Corte, Honorable Henry Corte, Minister of Greater Courage, said uh, he wants to do something about the Abobo yard that walks, that uh, drives on the main street and all that. And Joyce Bauer Mukhtari commented, Honorable, please, I hope you also look at the churches and the noise they are making. And I went to her page and I replied to her. I said, You are talking about churches and noise. Have you talked about drinking sports? Did you talk about clubs? Did you talk about places they have sex and they do orgies? Did you talk about that? Why didn't you add mosques? And why didn't you add public address systems? Why are you talking about just church? I just dropped my respect for her. Wicked people with wicked agenda. The church has held many more people in this society than any other thing. When churches break down, morals break down. Hope breaks down. Faith breaks down. Inspiration breaks down character breaks down. When churches break down, there is no hope towards God and of salvation and of character and of a better future. Church is what holds every society together. That's why any place where there is no church, the people are godless. And when you see a godless society, you see a society that has been cursed by God. We need more churches. We need more churches than prisons. Because if there are more churches, people will get born again that they will not have to do the things they did to go to prison. We need more churches. We need bigger spaces for churches. Because there are so many people who are not born again who must hear the gospel and be saved. More churches. 
and we need many people in the house of God to work with God because the harvest is so many people there are over 6 billion people who are not born again from the last statistics Ghana is 30 million do you know that all the churches in Accra the number is not up to 2 million do you know what that means we are joking there are so many people who don't go to church and there are so many people who don't know God who must get to know God through us I have spoken to people they said did you go to church last week no last two weeks no last two weeks no then as I asked last four weeks the person begins to laugh because I remember 10 years new. you know how many demons can enter into you as you stay away from God church maybe you have become an unbeliever 10 years do you know the things that can happen to your destiny? Hey, yeah, it's in your main answer. Cry a tree Now, I'm the bones. I'm Learn how to bring people closer to God. Many lives have been destroyed because they are staying away from God. Learn how to bring people closer to God. That's why Jesus said, Indeed, the harvest is truly great. There are so many people there who are not born again but the laborers people who are working in the house of God are few is that not the case even in the church not everybody in the church is laboring even in the church not everybody in the church is working if you go to church late how will you work in church because most of the work that is done in church is done early so if you go late, how will you work for God? And when we close church, how you pick your bag and you move, how will you work for God? Or do you think that going to church means you are working for God? That if I go to a bank means I'm working for the bank? No. There is a way you live your life to work for God. You labor. Jesus used the word labor, labor, labor. Now, if the church is talking about labor, are you sure your name will be included on the list? Maybe they, they will make you chairman <laughs> or chairwoman or senior instructor one or bossuke na two. The laborers are few. Then Jesus said, pray. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest pray to the Holy Ghost, that he will send for laborers into his harvest. That's today's prayer. Father, we need more laborers, so send me. Holy Ghost, send me. Send me. So many people go to church, they are not concerned about anything in the church. They are not concerned. Whether this one comes to church, whether that one comes to church, whether this one is okay, what? no, they are not concerned. In this house, like in every house of God, God needs laborers. God needs people who are ready to work. Jesus said, Pray that the Lord of the harvest, the Lord of the harvest, the man who brings souls in that he will send forth laborers 
Ah, God, send me forth as a laborer in Danzuma. God, send me forth as a laborer in Danzuma. God, send me forth as a laborer in Danzuma. <laughs> That's the prayer. That's the prayer. There are some of you who are seriously working. The others, they are not concerned about what is happening. I pray that you will be concerned. Because a time will come where your concern will not be needed. And that time is coming so fast. If you have been coming around, you are seeing what is happening in church. You are seeing how the numbers are coming in. The numbers that are coming in used to be around. What happened? It's God's time. It's God's time. It's God's time to harvest people. There's a time where well, you come or you don't come. We didn't look at it all. Like I, I said, if every seat is always filled, you will not have a seat that is yours. You say, Another person will replace you. There is something that God is doing in this season. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. So our prayer this evening is that God send me forth as a laborer in Dansuma. Is it a powerful prayer? That way the laborers will no longer be few. Because some people will suddenly enter into the recruitment procedure of God. They will begin to be recruited by God. You can move from not caring about the things of God to caring about the things of God. You can move from not being passionate about the church work to being passionate about church work. Nobody was born holding a broom and uh, washing powder to clean church. Everybody developed that passion. You can develop your passion. It all starts with praying to God and availing yourself as a laborer in the house of God. My father, my father, I want to work for you. And like I keep saying, you can never be committed in the house of God that the pastor is not aware. Because the pastor is God's leader in the church. How can you work in a bank and be the hard-working banker and your employer is not aware. It's impossible. If you are working hard, the pastor knows. If you are not working hard, the pastor, because the pastor is the person God has put in charge. Simple. And there are so many people who are not doing anything at all in the church. Come and sit down and go home. Come and sit down and go. And I've also seen how almost all those people have more problems than those who are working for God. There are people who come to me, they tell me their problem. I say, you don't have a problem. I say, this one is not a problem. People come, they talk. I say, wow, let's pray about it. That's a problem. And you are going to see that the people who love God and they work for God, God himself solved their own problems. Remember Matthew 6.33. You seek first the kingdom of God. You seek first the advancement of the kingdom of God. The righteousness following the instructions of the kingdom and all other things shall be added. Matthew 63, if you are in this church, is the most professed verse in this church. 
if you are in this chair. How many times have I mentioned it? Two billion, billion, trillion. I'll still mention it tomorrow. <laughs> I'll still mention it tomorrow. Matthew 6, 33 must show itself in my life. It must show itself in my life. My mother said, the way you stretch for God, God will never fail you. I told my mother, I'll be, I'll, I'll be very surprised if God tries to, if God wants to trick me to see that if he fails me, what I will do, God will be surprised at what I will do at that his trickery. As for me, my everything is on God. Oh. Everything. God is my first card. God is my second card. God is my third card. God is my last card. As you seek first the kingdom of God, look at how he adds every other thing to you. I pray for you that your heart will be passionate about the things of God. And that you stand in the realm where you will release yourself and surrender to the things of God. That God, Jesus is looking for laborers in the house of God. I avail myself. Lord of the harvest, send me. 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 Holy Ghost, send me forth. Send me forth. Holy Ghost is the Lord of the harvest. Remember Acts chapter 2. When he showed up at the end of the day, 3,000 souls were won. He's indeed the Lord of the harvest. When he enters into it, things turn around. Holy Ghost, send me. John 16, verse 7 to 9. You see once again that the Holy Ghost is the Lord of the harvest. He's the one to convict the world of sin. He's the one to convict the world of judgment. The Holy Ghost. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is a freedom for you that I go away. For if I do not go away, the comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Let's go. Next verse. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin, of judgment, of righteousness, and of judgment. Let's go. Of sin because they believe not on me. Let's go. Of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Jesus said, when the Holy Ghost comes, judgment has come, righteousness has come. Holy Ghost will convict people of sin. It means Holy Ghost is the one who gets people born again. He is indeed the Lord of the harvest. He is indeed the Lord of the harvest. He is indeed the Lord of the harvest. I have a book titled Holy Ghost, My Senior Partner in Evangelism. Seven Master Graces of the Holy Ghost in Evangelism. Seven Master Graces. Yeah. Very soon I'll release some of them. Yeah. Spirit of God, send me forth. There is a sending forth that God is doing in this season. You see, some people are becoming very passionate about it. You see, people, they are working with the strategy that has been developed in the church. They are working, and you see the results are showing up. 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 Holy Ghost, me too, I want to be part of what you are doing in this house. So send me forth. Send me forth. That's our prayer this evening. Begin to thank God for the message. Father, I thank you for the message. Lift up your voice. Kadabasha. Rabadavalavasha. Kabaladavasha. 
Some of you are always looking somewhere. When we say pray, hey, will you be spiritual? In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let's pray. The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Ye therefore pray that the Lord of the harvest, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send for laborers into his harvest. This is our zone of harvest. Hallelujah. That so man is our zone of harvest. Holy Ghost, send me forth. Holy Ghost, send me forth. Holy Ghost, send me forth into Dansuman. Dansuman is my field. Dansuman is my field. Holy Ghost, send me forth. Holy Ghost, send me forth. Holy Ghost, send me forth. I avail myself to you, Holy Ghost. Lord of the harvest, send me. 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 Be conscious with, in your work with God. Be conscious. Because so many people pray without focusing their mind on what they are praying about. Pray with your mind. Pray. Be conscious. Know what you are saying to God. Know it. Don't talk as a madman. You have bypassed your mind. Understand what you are saying. Holy Ghost, I want you to send me. Means that from today, I'm going to make time for the work of God in that summer. Use your mind as you pray. Use your mind. Think. Think. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say, Lord of the harvest, send me. Say, according to your word. Luke chapter 10, verse 2. The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. I pray, therefore, that the Lord of the harvest will send forth laborers into his harvest. Say in the name of Jesus. Dan Soman is our harvest. Say, oh Holy Spirit, send me forth. Say, send me forth. Say, send me forth. Say, send me forth. Say, for the harvest of souls in this community, send me forth. Say, for the harvest of souls in this community, send me forth. In the name of Jesus. Clap you your hands. You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word. Accept it. Adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and YouTube via the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium, Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed. To clear my day.